1: Welcome to For Formula 1's Sake, the fastest and most dangerous of all the F1 podcasts. But also
2: quite boring unless something unusual happens. I'm going to have to stop you there. By stop, I mean brake test.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that can only push as many buttons as we can.
2: Actually, I can push more buttons than I can. Well, I can't. So between us, we could push as many buttons as Michael Massey can.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 Sorry, Chica.
0: Sorry, virtual safety car. If you could just slow it down a little bit, please. Thank you.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast where brake testing is fine. Yeah, got to make sure they work. (laughs)
2: I totally agree no
1: problem with that moving on I'm GKR and I will stop when I fucking like today from the internet we'll be discussing the inaugural Saudi Arabia Grand Prix where F1 drivers forgot how to drive Max Verstappen forgot how to not brake and Michael Massey forgot how to press buttons and all the drivers are on equal points now meaning this season needn't have happened after all that I think I need a drink oh wait it's Saudi Arabia who's for a rose water Mm. that is all to come Joining me is a motoring journalist who's got his new car looked at by someone competent. It's Phil Tromans. Remember last
0: uh, last week or two weeks ago, uh, God, I bought a car, bought a new car, That's bought a BMW, and I was like, oh, it's used, it's 20 years old, it's high mileage, I hope there's nothing wrong with it. Well, I took it to a BMW specialist <laughs> to get it looked at. What do you think? Do you reckon it's actually pretty good and I've done well, or it's got a lot of things wrong with it?
2: I think you're driving a death it's- trap.
0: <laughs> Actually, Terry, you are wrong. I'm not driving it because I'm a bit worried about it. <laughs> oh, God. How bad is it? <sighs> well, I'm going to have to spend more on it than I paid for it to get it roadworthy. So, uh,
1: Does that surprise you, though?
0: Not well. No, it disappoints me. It doesn't surprise me. It's a 20-year-old, 200,000-mile car, uh, car. So, um, how, how much, how much, Can we ask how much you paid for it? <laughs> uh, two and a half grand. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to have to spend at least that to fix all the things wrong with it. What annoys me is that it. Ha- I, I made it... When I spoke to the guy, I was like, look, there's a few things wrong with it. You get it through the MOT, because it was due an MOT. I will give you this price for it. He said, fine. Did that, fixed a few things on it, got through the MOT. I then took it to this BMW specialist, and they gave me a big, long list of all the things that were wrong with it, including some things that should not have got through the MOT. So I think Ooh. I've been a little bit done, but, you know, caveat emptor. Yeah, but if you've got an MOT, therefore it's fine. Mm. Well,
2: in illegally, the- yes. Do you know what MOT stands for? Yes. Chica, do you know? Motor. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I like good your good
2: start though. It's, it's
0: yeah, it used to be called MOT or um, yeah, it's got a it's got a crack in the boot floor, which is a thing about all those BMWs W's that have where the subframe attached to the back of it so I've got to get that welded that's For- 1500 quid straight away shock absorbers gone
1: okay
2: rubbish oh well
1: and alongside him is a man who went to Bergheim last week Berg- it's Terry Saunders Bergheim,
2: Cheeky Berghain
1: sorry, sorry. You- not very really well travelled like you
2: <laughs> you two don't even know what Bergheim is do you what's Berghain <laughs> it's just the big club in Germany that no one ever gets into and I went to it. Last okay. Well, why why would, would we know, we know what that? that is? Because you're. I thought you were cool.
1: I don't even know what fucking MOT stands for. <laughs> Ministry I of know Transport. What is
2: is <laughs> that another club? No, that's Ministry. Of <laughs> 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 Ministry. I went to Ministry of Transport once. I'd taken two pills, and uh, oh, it was a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> anyway, like you're legal. You're legal for another year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, what is this? Is not. <laughs> You're not there. But this isn't as impressive <laughs> if you don't know what Berghain is. So Berghain is the big super club in Germany. It's, it's in Berlin. It's fucking amazing. It's the home of techno, and it's. Uh, that's probably why I don't know about it. What? Yeah, but it's got like this notorious door policy <laughs> where you know you have to queue for hours to get in, and they'll oh, that turn. Great. They'll turn a lot of people away at the door. They reopened a couple of months ago after COVID, and like the first night there was like seven hour queues to get in. This is the big deal, right? I went shit. last. Yeah, it does sound shit. I went last Sunday. I'm in the queue. By the way, let's just say Sunday night, I went clubbing because that's Berlin. Dangerous. Yeah. After the Grand Prix, I like to go to a nightclub. Oh, wow. Was it like like Amber Lounge? It's like the paddock suite. And I'm in the queue, right? It's starting to rain. And I'm like, this is shit. Because I'm looking at the queue and I'm reckoning this is like a two hour queue. And I'm like, have I got the patience to queue for two hours to go to a nightclub on a Sunday? And I'm on my own because I've got friends in there. And I'm like, I don't want to queue for two hours. Oh. Then security guard comes down the queue, looks at me, says, you're on your own. I say, yes. All
1: right, granddad. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm bleached,
2: <my laughs> hair. I look, yeah, Are you here, here to pick great? up your kids? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. No, you're not going to hear the rest of the story then. Fine. Don't worry about
0: it. Get on with the show. It's fine. Is the point that you got in and you listened to some techno?
2: The point is, the security <laughs> guard pulled me out of the queue and walked me into the club because I'm so fucking cool.
0: No, if he was worried about you. He thought you were going to catch a chill. <laughs> yeah. and you might not Let's have say. had your flu jab. Bless
1: him. Oh, you know that like you're in your forties. You're
0: all right. <laughs> yeah. Did he wrap you in a foil blanket? You come here for your
1: booster.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this week, listeners' corner is the series. Of very fast corners with concrete walls and carnage so not that different to usual then let's start with the race itself there was a lot going on but was it good john craft says awful race with awful tv coverage in an awful country ben turnbull says was that an f1 race i thought i was watching a dashcam compilation tim renler said what a dull race. Seriously, hear me out. It was processional until the red flags and looked like the world's fastest DRS train. It took a lot of crashing and some interesting driving standards to make it exciting. Anthony Bishop said, all I can think about during the race was how dull the podcast was going to be.
2: Fuck off. Anthony, wow.
0: you've got a point. Yeah, <laughs> very solid point. The race was a bit like I sort of feared it would be in that the track, actually, I thought was... Pretty sweet for driving on, not racing on. For driving mm. on, it was sort of a bit like Zandvoort, but really, and a, a little bit of Monaco and a little bit of Baku and a little bit of Singapore. In that, watching the cars batter through there was brilliant. Max Verstappen's qualifying lap until he stacked it was tremendous to watch because they were absolutely rinsing it millimeters from the wall and sometimes into it. Great, yeah. Super high not, speed. Let's
2: not forget, but let's not forget there the key part of that sentence is he stacked it.
0: No, he did, and that's what I like, because the, there's risk. There's not, like, a billion miles of, gra- of, of runoff where if you get it wrong, there's no... They're like, if you get it wrong on there, massive accident. And, you know, that's exciting. The downside was that, yes, once they started, until everybody started dicking around with their ludicrous driving, which we'll get into later, that it was in danger of being quite boring and processional, because in that first little twisty bit, the, t- the twisty handle of the spoon shape, you couldn't get near to another mm-hmm. car because because front downforce. So, uh, yeah, the race was in danger of being quite crap. I'm hoping when they go back, it's going to be better with the new cars.
1: What I'd- difference will that make?
2: Oh, everything.
0: Well, less reliance on aero at the front wheel because it, you, you saw it when Hamilton was trying to chase down Verstappen. Mm. The first, he he would be at the end of the straight after he'd had DRS he'd be like half a second behind him and they'd go into the twisty bits and you could just see Hamilton on the wheel he just couldn't get the front wheels to grip and turn in and and Verstappen would pull out a second on him and then as soon as they got to the slightly faster part of the circuit where he didn't need to grip through the corners he'd then pull all that time back again but it just, it's, it's the problem with the modern cars and hopefully the new cars won't have that issue they'll be less reliant on that front aero and they can race a bit closer 'Cause there were in fairness a few more overtakes than I expected them to be, but still not very many.
2: Lots of crashes though.
0: Yes. Which did liven it up. If you're not gonna have the racing, you can at least have chaos and carnage.
2: I mean, Michael Massey loved his red flags. Ben Turnbull's comment about it being a dash cam compilation is a good comment. <laughs> that gets my Terry laugh of the week. We should have a gym. <laughs> <laughs> Was that laughing in German? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I, it it wasn't a classic race, but it was a good event because of all the bullshit that went on. Would that be fair to say?
2: I mean, it was entertaining, like all yeah. you know, red flags and virtual safety cars and. Well, this is what we're going to be careful of. What we want in this podcast? Do we want good racing and fair racing, or do we want entertaining racing? Because as a race. I was pretty tired. That was entertaining. I enjoyed not falling asleep to that. Yeah. With some other races, I will fall asleep to. So, so it was it wasn't one for the purists. Let's put it that way. No, if if every
0: race what we need is the variety. If every race was like that, it would get silly because you're like, well, I'm just watching Well that's NASCAR, isn't it? Rest, exactly. I'm watching wrestling on NASCAR or what have you. Every oh, wrestling now and again on NASCAR, <laughs> that
2: would be good. If they had to wrestle whilst on top of NASCAR cars, or
0: inside, so it, inside cars? it. Inside it. <laughs> inside of it. Like there's two drivers per car and whoever wins yeah. gets to drive it. I don't know. Nice. Um every now and again, yeah, it's quite entertaining. But I would like a little bit of you know driver skill and good racing rather than just like i'm just gonna drive into you you tit
1: okay so having established that the race was where it was entertaining let's talk about the main talking point which was the continuous stream of madness mostly between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. Who was to blame and why was it Verstappen? (laughs) Now, Sean Diamond says, maybe you can draw attention to Max Verstappen trying to end Lewis's race with the brake testing and Karen's insistence that he definitely didn't until telemetry showed that he did. Why, what are the chances he tries it again in the final race? And what the hell was that 10 second punishment other than, uh, yes, Max, do whatever you like? James Nethercote said, Max complaining that he was allowed to push Lewis off track in Brazil without penalty and now he isn't allowed sounds exactly like the kind of thing a spoilt, entitled child that you'd like to punch in the face would say. Alan David says, Is Max trying to do things by the Schumacher playbook or is he doing a Rosberg and breaking under the pressure of trying to beat Lewis? Ernst de Dahir says, It's ridiculous. Even Toto admitted they didn't tell Lewis Max was letting him by he could have just gone past him he bloody downshifted three times and still managed to not turn his wheel to the left a bit but ram into Max Mercedes just fucked up
2: can I just point out Ernst de Heer is a very Dutch sounding name
1: carry on Adam Bronckhurst however asks (laughs) (laughs) can we talk about how Max and Lewis fans are like Brexit everything is polarised both see the same incident race and see it two totally different ways very good point Adam Ian Cox says, great seeing Toto totally lose his shit when they clashed. Not the first person to lose his head in Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's, ha, good. Ha, ha. that's good. That's good. That's a
2: good comment from Ian Cox.
1: Ah. <sighs> well,
2: first of all, can I can I just put, we need to talk about this Brexit thing because I think it's a very correct analogy in that there's no nuance in this. There are two sides. You've the got new, well, the new, Dutch. The, this nuance has gone in the sport, hasn't it? Yeah, there's like there's nothing, and you got you got people, you got the Dutch and Christian Horner and Max, what's his name, and they're all saying that Mercedes are cheating, the mafia, the Mercedes assistance FIA, which is a terrible joke. The Michael Mafia. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got you know people on the right side of history like us <laughs> who <laughs> believe that Lewis Hamilton will do no wrong. Um, but I feel we do need we need we need a kind of Max Verstappen um, defender today have we got one i mean there's there were bits of what he did
0: this race that were brilliant like proper holy shit that was amazing namely 26 corners of his qualifying lap until the twenty-seventh.
2: yeah okay, but yeah.
0: up until then it was incredible it was one of the best bits of driving i've ever seen unfortunately he then ruined it on the last corner
2: and to finish the, to, to finish on pole
0: first
1: yeah.
2: you must not be a prick
0: <laughs> that's That's the saying. Ah, yes. Um, And then the other bit was the... One of the restarts... How many restarts were there? Maybe the second restart? Where he started third Mm -hmm. behind Ocon and Hamilton. And by the uh, second corner, he was in the lead. Or the third corner, whatever it was. When he threw it down the inside. And that was tremendous. Because that could have gone so wrong for everyone. A little bit bit of Hamilton getting out of the way. But mostly, that was a perfectly legitimate... Really good overtake of two people at the same time. With a lot of luck. Come on. I mean, there's always luck involved in it, but like that that was extremely well judged, I thought. Most other things, big question marks,
2: I would say. I don't think question marks. I think exclamation marks and full stops and then just screwing up the piece of paper and throwing it (laughs) in his fucking Dutch face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not because he's Dutch, (laughs) we should point out. No, entirely because he's Dutch. Oh, is it? Oh, great, fine. I've grown to hate the Dutch. (laughs) I was Ugh. on Twitter this weekend, and a lot of people had a go at me for being biased because I'm British, to which I tried to keep responding. Unlike the Dutch, we don't make sweeping generalisations, <laughs> and none hey. of them found that funny. Yeah, it's funny, isn't <laughs> Not it? Not one new, of them. The nuance is gone, as we said. you um, <laughs> fucking idiots. There's so many
0: things to go through. What should, what should we start with?
1: Brake testing. All right, Break we'll take testing. that one. Uh, let's,
0: yeah, let's start with yeah. that one. So this was responding to a previous <laughs> fuck-up <laughs> where he'd been told to, by his team or by Michael
2: Massey well actually well okay let's hang on let, whoa, 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 let, let's go back a little so he in one of the restarts just basically cut the corner yeah and try I think trying to take Hamilton off it was like there was no way he was going to make that corner and then mm-hmm. then we had this amazing <laughs> I'm sorry Michael Massey has not come off well <laughs> this weekend with his kind of like <laughs> okay on the restart. um Oh, was it. I can't remember. What That's happened. a really no, good no, that, was, that wasn't <laughs> even that. No, that was that
0: was a completely different incident where Michael. That was Missy a different thing entirely, himself. wasn't it? I forgot. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: No, this the this was we'll the bit. Right this was, this was the bit where he where he'd come sailing. Uh, Hamilton had tried to overtake him down the straight with DRS, and Verstappen had basically almost done like he'd done in Brazil. He'd like he'd thrown it in with a last chance era, and but on the other way, it wasn't like Brazil. It was it was another stupid move where he went sailing he completely missed the corner went sailing across nearly took out Hamilton was it hang on was it even that or was that a different one I can't fucking remember anything about this race (laughs) there were so many stupid incidents where everyone was just being so silly that they've all blended into one and because we're actually recording this straight after the race almost I haven't had a chance to get it clear in my mind anyway for whatever reason (laughs) he had to give the place
2: back he had to give the place back and the message didn't. Wasn't get that too- after
1: your? What? Wasn't that after the overtake? I don't know. Because that. I don't know. It, it was. It was. It was after the the overtake. You were really impressed by. Was it? Uh, well, yes. It was. Uh, was it? Verstappen pushed Hamilton, and it was that was why it was disputed because Ocon followed him, followed Verstappen, and that's why. Um, and his no, that was a different one. That request. was a
0: different one because immediately after that, <laughs> we
1: are on a different one. No, God, that was you know, a different God. one. That, immediately oh. after
0: that happened, there was the massive crash behind where Mazabin went into the back of Russell and Perez went into the wall, and they did the restart. And that's when they had the whole "What do you think if we could, can? We would you mind if if Ocon started in front of you?" That was that. Look, guys, this was we, something we else. Looking, That's that one. We're looking pretty amateur. Oh, no, sorry, which Mr. one? Are I we mean, nobody right? ever complained. <laughs> nobody ever. So, ever which one
1: are we talking I about? I
0: don't fucking know. But the end result was that. He was told to give the place. He was told to give the place back, <laughs> and in his mind, he slowed, or at least he, what he says is he slowed to let Hamilton go past. Hamilton didn't go past. Hamilton sat behind him, and then when Max really slowed down, and Hamilton tried to go around him, but then Verstappen basically slammed on the brakes, as confirmed by the telemetry later, and Hamilton went into the back of him. Now, Verstappen's point was like, I slowed down to let him pass, and he didn't go past. Why didn't he go past? Hamilton said I didn't know what he was doing and in fairness to Hamilton this was after about 56 different virtual safety cars where you have to slow down pretty much immediately and you're definitely not allowed to overtake another car and it wouldn't at all surprise me if he was like wait what's going on have I missed the thing on the thing because he hadn't been told at this point that he he was being let pa- let past so he saw the car in front of him slowing He was like fuck did I miss the virtual safety car announcement and he slowed down and uh then for some reason Verstappen stood on the brake pedal,
2: and Hamilton went in the back of him, and I honestly don't know what the hell was going on. Well, no one knows what the hell's going on. But what I love about comments by Ernst to hear, oh, he says it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, he's Dutch. Oh right, I assume. This uh, this this argument. I mean, this is the thing about the Twitter <laughs> argument, especially this weekend, but this whole year is. No, there's no nuance. People look at this kind of tiny detail and go, he downshifted three times, so therefore Lewis Hamilton downshifted, therefore he knew he was slowing down. It's like, well, yeah, the because well, he was going slower because the weird driver in front who's aggressive was slowing down. Yeah. And you think, I'm not going to overtake that. This, this feels in, like in a, ra- in, a in a
0: race where already at least two or three times they'd had to slow down at very short notice because there was mm-hmm. a virtual safety car. So I can completely understand why we'll he say- didn't immediately overtake him because he was like, wait, what's going on? Because that's not the behaviour well, you would so expect he, in the
1: race. He drove his car into the back of another car. You wouldn't do that if you were trying to if you were pretending well, no, you exactly. thought that he was stopping. No, exactly. Like, why
2: why would you do uh, uh, it's, that's, it's, it's a really good point that's not been thing- mentioned in any of this. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he crashed into Max. Why would he do that? If he crashed into Max, then he's out of the championship. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely not in his best interest to do that. That was
0: not some kind of clever like I'll show him by removing myself <laughs> from this battle entirely. No, of course he wasn't. Uh, there, there, there probably is. I don't I don't think that this was a deliberate thing by Verstappen to try and... Yes, it was. I don't think it was. I think this yes, was him was. trying to be sneaky like he was again later on, where he let him pass and then immediately got the DRS and was like, ha-ha, I got it, I let you pass, but that went through again. It's like it's like the equivalent to when you sort of say to your sister, would you like my mask?" But oh, I can't have it. And you take it away straight away. I think he was trying to do that and it went wrong. I don't have a sister I don't understand that reference alright well if you did you'd be like you'd wind them up all the time as I do with mine you go oh do you want this well you can't have it fuck you Uh, I think uh, I think Verstappen was trying to be cute and uh, it backfired (laughs) in every uh, in every
2: in every conceivable way so that's that was that we can't do this thing where we equally go he's a fucking brilliant driver and then equally go oh yeah maybe he's always a bit hot headed he's not he's a fucking dick and I'm sick of him
0: I think I I think both those statements are true. I think he is an amazing driver and he can be a massive twat. Can be or is always <laughs> I mean I don't know him when he's in his downtime, but there there's there, more there's more twatishness. He d he, like he, doesn't, he doesn't,
1: he just plays video games, isn't he? There's
0: more twatishness than there should be. I, I I will balance this because I'm sure all the all of our millions of Dutch listeners now are going very angry by saying that Mercedes weren't entirely free of blame from sneaky incidents this weekend because there was the uh, Bottas backing up Verstappen when they came into the pits under the uh, uh, under the first virtual safety car before the red flag, which was a bit sneaky. There was another thing, which at the time I thought Hamilton was
2: a bit... was... Hamilton was staying a long way behind Verstappen, yes. going around to the restart,
0: which I did he? think was yeah. sneaky and against the rules to start with. And then I realised that rule is for a, sta- uh, a rolling restart, not for lining up on the grid. He's entirely allowed to do that, in which case, fine. Oh,
1: really? Yes. But this
2: is also this is also the thing. It's like the thing is with Mercedes and Hamilton is they're fucking good at being sneaky, <laughs> whereas Red Bull are just shit at it. <laughs>
0: And also, Hamilton did do one thing where I, he basically did exactly the same as Verstappen did in Brazil, and sort of forced him off the track. When he eventually did get past him, he was like, "No fuck you! I'm forcing you off now because how do you like them apples?" Um, and
1: I just, um, you know. I just love no, how no, they no, dump no, each but, other in. Yes,
0: exactly. It's it's child childish and like being in the <laughs> playground again, but with millions and millions of pounds.
1: Mommy, mommy.
0: Yeah. Michael Mummy
2: Massey All crying to him and he's, and he's not a good parent Oh can we just talk about him for a minute Because yeah, there is nothing better Than that moment when he comes onto the radio The FIA radio that they now broadcast When he says Oh uh, to the Red Bull people Right so on the restart Would you mind Would you mind if uh, you started 2nd can that all be okay Wouldn't that be okay if we started second And they're like Oh what you mean behind Ocon And he's like Oh <laughs> I mean third <laughs> I mean, do you mind? Do you mind? I, we go. Wait. You, it, who's? Would you mind starting third? <laughs> who's? Hang on. Brian. Brian. Brian.
0: Who's Ocon? <laughs> it was. <laughs> is there a knock-on in this race? Yeah. 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 No. Uh, he did not know what was going on. Also, why is it? Why is he asking? I mean, I mean, this is a thing. I know. What is that about? When would did this might, become Deal or No like, Deal? Would
2: it be okay? Would it be? Okay? <laughs> I mean, and tell me if I'm out of order here. But would you mind? not being in the lead of the race right now. No worries if not... Guys, quick quick favour. Look, I'm really sorry to ask this. Would it be he okay? He adjudicates a race. Like, I send every email which comes like three weeks late when I go, oh, sorry, I only just saw this. Oh, don't mind. Don't worry about it. It's okay, yeah. Can you still do this? Don't worry if not. Don't worry. That's fine. Don't worry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. It's just like... And then, and then the bit where he's on the phone to Mercedes and they say, we didn't get the message. And he went, I did send you the message. It's not your fault if you've got too many channels open. And he goes, you didn't send the message. And he says the thing about, I can only press as many buttons as I can. And you're just like, this guy is out of his depth. <laughs> it's like, what, is that? what does that even mean?
0: I was like, well, I've, you know, I've, I've, I sent a fax. It's like, what, yeah, he- <laughs> what are you... I, <laughs> I, do- I, re- I replied button. to Toto's email... Before Abu Dhabi.
2: (laughs) And you know in that point, if anyone listening to this has ever fucked up in their job, you know that moment when you realize you fucked up. (laughs) And he had not, Cheek is nodding her head because she's fucked up a lot. (laughs) A lot, a lot. There was that moment where you can hear in his voice, I actually listened to it on the highlights as well, you can hear in his voice when he's saying the thing about the buttons, he realizes he forgot to send Mercedes the message. (laughs) Yeah, fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> or he says it's like Alpine or something. They're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, He <yeah. laughs> reminds me of who's who's
0: um, Brian from Spaced's characters in character in Greenwing It's like that where he's just going, "Well, I will, mur- I, mm, uh, I will." Mm. Yeah, that would be a lot funnier if I could remember the, ca- the uh, character or the that, actor's was, name. that was great though. Yeah, that, no. that was great. It was, it was an absolute shit show, which did make it more entertaining but you know not a great advert for uh it did take the it did take the heat off saudi arabia for a bit though didn't it for that moment we forgot that we were in saudi arabia hmm. <laughs> maybe this is
2: all part it's incompetence washing do you reckon they just gave him a bunch of oil He <laughs> just said and he's like i'd rather have the money but i oh, know would you mind give me the money no it's fine just give me the oil i'll get it back on the plane don't worry about it, don't worry about it. it's fine i'll just i'll just leave my clothes i mean i'm is sure that, I can is that all right the, is that yeah, all right
0: Australia. okay how about mind? this is that okay? all right yeah okay so here's my offer uh you give me some oil and i will <laughs> i will give you a lot of money and how's that does that sound all right because we don't have to or how about you, you guys win and
2: you get every race next year how's that Brilliant. I mean, that would be an interesting year, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix season. I mean, if they announced that, would you
0: be absolutely surprised or just a little bit surprised I'd that go, they went that far?
2: Yeah, i just go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just disappointed.
0: Well, I mean, where, where are we standing? Now that the race is done, where are we standing on the whole mm-hmm. we went to Saudi Arabia thing?
2: We I didn't go to Saudi Arabia. We're no, not no, we, flag. We don't we, pretend we went to the no, races. No, no, we
0: are we are F one Terry. We are the fans. <laughs> we are the core. We're the people who watch it every now and again and moan about it.
2: Me so. and Phil are two men in our white men in our forties, which is the key demographic to Formula One. Pretty much, go us. <clears throat> what? But I went to
0: Bergheim. <laughs> nobody knows what that is. What I? Okay, Some people sorry. know Phil. People in their thirties. 20s. The Saudi thing to take to take a stance on this, which I, I, is is a it's it's a lot more complicated than maybe I first thought. I think because no, it isn't. No, I think it is because we've had a lot of people look at Saudi this week and go, "Fuck Saudi's a bit shit." Why why are all these drivers protesting about all this shit that you can't do in Saudi? This is not ideal. And the fact that they've been allowed to do it, and the fact that we've had Sebastian Vettel running classes for karting classes for women and we've had hamilton saying i don't like being here and you know there's a lot of people that aren't there they are and i was very skeptical about this whole oh we're shining a spotlight on it thing and let's face it it's changed fuck all in china but all this shit would be going on in saudi without anyone noticing it if shit like
2: this wasn't happening i agree with this to an extent that actually what's different is only hamilton and vettel in Ooh. let's face it the last 20 30 40 years of formula one are the only two drivers i've ever heard speak out about such shit and i would love them to do an interview with max verstappen and be like what do you think about this because you know he'd go i don't even know what saudi arabia is yeah well <laughs> i just know i just know formula one tracks and my simulator and my did, simulated girlfriend who did I stole you see, off Vitaly Petrov. did you see
0: the interview with danny ricardo where he was oh, asked what he thought about it. And he was like, I don't watch the news. And I did hear a few people say oh. some things. But, you know, all I know is the people here were very pleased to see me. And initially I was like, oh, Daniel, you penis. But there it's the same. it's not a black and white issue there there is an element of and having i've i've been to saudi and there are an awful oh, lot of young you people know. there i have fine there's a lot of young people there like the, the the average age of the population is super young and all they've known is this ridiculously oppressive regime really shitty lack of education like to the point where you know there's there's going to be real issues going in, in the future more than there are now now there are people taking notice of this country that's sort of been Almost forgotten because it's just this plaything of these rich oil people, and there's there's a fucking lot of people, a lot of really young people in Saudi Arabia that don't get shit like this, and now they're seeing some stuff come in from the outside world, and they're getting an idea of what is possible. And sh- is that not a good thing?
2: I don't disagree.
1: Yeah, that's good and all, but then we have Mohammed bin Salman come up and be like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah. the end I'm of everything." Absolutely agree. It's like, you know. oh,
0: you well, you're a bum hole, aren't you? But you know. <laughs> It's uh, to say, it's, it's not It's not a
2: black a bum hop Come on, Phil Say <laughs> for wanting your life If anyone's yeah. a, it's the fucking current prince of Saudi Arabia I will go on record and say he's a, <laughs> a Watch as I get my arms yeah. sawn off All I say about Daniel Ricardo interview Is i would never realised why he was so smiley before And now I see, he's thick as pig shit <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, apparently Anyway
1: Oh,
0: bless him. The, the, F1 going to Saudi is not going to solve all its problems, but I'm trying to remain positive and say... Hang on, do you mean F1's
2: problems or Saudi Arabia's problems? <laughs> neither.
0: <laughs> if anything, F1 has gone there and Saudi's gone, fucking hell, this is a bit dysfunctional, isn't it? <laughs> We've done some F1 watching. It's a bit... We
1: need to modernise this Jesus, thing. you guys could
0: do some more dictatorships. I'll tell you what. Um, where's Bernie? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm Yeah, I'm sort of glad that more people are talking about it, but I'm still very uneasy about everything.
2: <laughs> Just in life.
1: Yes. <laughs> in other news, someone in the Mercedes PR team had a heart attack this week when it was announced that the team had signed a sponsorship deal with the company being blamed for the Grenfell disaster. Debate continues to rage about whether Kingspan, who make cladding and construction materials were actually at fault for the blaze in London that killed 72 people in 2017. Toto Wolff has offered to meet with campaigners to discuss the issue, but regardless, it's not a great look, guys.
0: Once again, we're at a, we're at a race in Saudi Arabia where everyone's going, oh, Saudi Arabia, bloody hell, and Mercedes somehow <laughs> <laughs> managed to make it look even worse by signing a deal, you know, with a company blamed for a massive I know. But it was a
2: bit of a farce. It was a bit of a farcical week. I mean, the Guardian had it as a headline going like Lewis Hamilton's car is like, it's like they're going, oh, Lewis Hamilton's car started the Grenfell fire." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton started the Grenfell <laughs> no. fire. And then Lewis Hamilton speaks out about it and goes, "I've got no control over sponsorships, so but I'm not happy about this." And they're going, "Oh, and he's still got a race, isn't he?" Oh. <laughs> This is I mean how fucking
0: dare he This is an argument that has been annoying me. It's like, well, you're such a hypocrite. If you've so if you feel so bad about rights in Saudi Arabia or the grandfather's like, why don't you just not race? It's like well, firstly, he's contracted to race, he's got to race. If he doesn't, there's a world of legal shit
2: for him. And also, these if he doesn't race people. every time there's any kind of issue, nobody will ever race. And also, these are the same people that are having a go at tube drivers striking. Fucking hypocritical Sorry, this is a very episode. I do apologise. It's
0: alright, hopefully we'll cut them all out this week.
2: Ooh! Ooh.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not a great look. Hopefully they'll uh, get that sorted out. I wonder if we're going to see King Span on the car for Abu
1: Dhabi. I would maybe think not.
2: And it's not even a very good film.
1: <laughs> Sir Frank Williams, founder of the Williams team and its former team principal, has died. And the F1 community is very sad. One of the defining figures of the sport, Sir Frank Williams passed away last week at the age of 79, having started not one, but two F1 teams, won some championships, crashed his car and ended up in a wheelchair and then won a shit ton more championships. When the Williams family ceded control of the eponymous team to Doralton Capital a few years back, it felt like the beginning of an end of an era. Now it seems like the end of an end of an era.
0: It's big news, isn't it? I mean, there aren't that many big figures in F one anymore. Maybe I mean no, not even Toto Wolff. What am I talking about? Frank Williams, Ken Tyrrell, Enzo Ferrari. Those were the the F one names. Ron Dennis. Yeah, Ron Dennis as well. Those were the the big dogs at the at the at the time when Paul Stoddart. Sure,
2: I've interviewed Eddie him. Jordan.
0: <laughs> well, Eddie Jordan? Yes, they were the big personalities who pretty much on their own and a f- and a Fernando yeah few- <laughs> <D'Americani.
2: laughs>
0: eh, less so. Uh, uh a few ragtag bunch of mechanics came in and made this super glamorous sport and, you know, now they've all gone and they left I mean when when did Sir Frank leave a couple of years ago in terms of controlling Williams and now he's he's died and it's very sad. I mean, a hell of a life and Regular listeners will know the podcast thoughts on him as a sort of a, a wider human person. being. Yes, but in terms of his impact on the sport, it's pretty phenomenal, and and he, you know I think he will be missed. What do you reckon? It's beginning to look- <laughs> 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 what was that?
2: <laughs> was that your ringtone?
0: I was trying to be serious for just a moment (laughs) It sounded like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was a message from my sister
2: (laughs) Sorry (laughs) Can you you read the message? Is it about Frank Williams? (laughs) Oh really sorry. Well, why don't you tell us how wrong we are?
1: You can tweet us at For F1's Sake or find us on Facebook where we're For F1's Sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, though, if you think we are right, fine then. But you can buy us a beer. Just like Jem Vidal, who got in touch before this weekend to say that the Red Bull car can't keep its DRS open, Mm. while conversely, Horner can't seem to keep his trap shut should the FIA... Investigate his gap.
0: Ooh. Oh, saucy. Ooh. Investigate Ooh. his gap. Cheeky. Ooh. Cheeky bitch. Good name, Vidal. Thank you, James.
1: And Stephen Miles, who says, Keep up the bollocks from the 2021 British sprint champion, moleracing.com.
2: What? Mole racing? I'm on moleracing.com now. This is a, this is a genuine racing team or driver. I can't really tell. Is oh, it's it the name game game? of a team. Yeah. I thought
0: he was like the, the fastest guy against some moles. I was like, that doesn't seem that difficult. They can't be that quick. They
2: use a 1998cc normally aspirated Duratec engine, and they have 307 brake horsepower. Oh, those look fun.
0: Little single-seaters. Thank you, Stephen.
2: Um, And we humbly
0: accept your offer of uh, all coming to try your car.
1: And thank you to our monthly donors keeping us in beer all year long. And this week we celebrate Donald Griffin, Keith Russell, Ian Cox, Keith Falconer, and Charlie Fraser. And if you enjoy what we do, whatever the hell that is, tell us by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint, pint, pint.
0: Oh.
2: Sorry. Bibs. 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 Bibs.
1: mercedes hamilton started at the front and finished at the front if anything it was a pretty easy race apart from everything why did he not just pass slowing max verstappen talked
0: about it because he didn't know what was going on
1: okay and so let's talk about bottas then Ugh. we always make out the bottas is the friendly guy but he crushed poor ocon's, ocon's dreams a fraction of a second before the end of the race he could have just let him have that
0: he could have just not given it to him in the first place and given him any kind of hope by being vaguely competent in a race.
2: Ugh. It's been the one question I've always wanted to ask a Formula 1 driver is do you ever feel bad for overtaking somebody like that? Because like, no. obviously they've got the competitive spirit, but I feel like if I was a Formula 1 driver, <laughs> I would feel bad. Did I feel bad when I was walked past the whole Berkheim queue? Did I? Fuck. Fuck those losers. I look fucking good enough to get... Uh, I mean, they took me out of the back of the queue and just walked me straight in. Mm. Just...
1: That's, get over it. I'm not getting over You're it. They were worried about you standing up for too long. Oh.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> thought you might get chillblains.
1: Fine.
2: Uh, Don't Bottas. we know what chillblains are?
1: Bottas. Somebody thought you needed to go to the toilet. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> Bottas is just once again confirming what we all thought of him: is that he's very quick as long as there's nobody else on the track, and as soon as you put other cars around him, he's just like ah. He's a he's a very quick driver, above averagely quick, and a very average racer. And the fact that he had to mm. sprint and get third place right at the end when, you know, quarter of the field had already crashed, it's not good enough. But, you know, in the end, he made it look slightly reasonable. He was supposed to be there protecting Lewis, and he did not do that.
1: He was not there for him. No. If he'd been there, if he'd gotten to third while Verstappen was having problems with his tyres, he could have overtaken him.
0: Or Ooh. taken him out. <laughs>
2: Ooh. <laughs> all that <sighs>
1: if he'd been a real team player anyway Red Bull Max Verstappen showed us he's not only above the law but he thinks the quote this sport is more about penalties than racing despite cheating so much that he gets a lot of penalties but was he in the wrong?
2: well firstly this was from the most awkward thing I've seen in Formula 1 for a long time which is this I think new this week feature of when they do the driver of the day vote. There's some weird like radio interview with the driver no, of the day. They've done that a
0: few times, but it is a bit. I have they. Yeah.
2: Oh, I've not returned. I've not before asleep by there. But it's just like hi. I, I'm I'm the the posh one on the sky coverage. Oh, <laughs> hi, um, Max. I'm. <laughs> How do you feel about being driver of the day, ignoring all the stuff that's going on around you? Oh, yeah, I'm really going to driver of the day because that means that the fans know what they want, not the fact that the Dutch fans are actually just like, outweighing everybody else. Oh, 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 fuck off. No fucking way was he driver of the day. Look, this driver of the day has been ruined by the fucking Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> you do live
0: quite close to the Netherlands. We should just point that I'm out. I'm
2: going to Amsterdam soon. I hope... <laughs> Are you expecting a welcome will... committee? Yeah.
0: If you're in Amsterdam Peres, and you'd like Terry's details, just he? let us know. Perez crashed. He sort of didn't realise, I think, that Leclerc was there, which is entirely understandable, having seen the onboard with all the carnage going on everywhere, and turned into him and got spun round, and then everybody crashed. And then that led to the second red flag. And that was the end of Perez. Mm-hmm.
1: Alpine! Alonso peaked too soon after his strong practice session on Friday and then Ocon nearly got a podium as we said and then nearly influenced the championship but more importantly doesn't he look old no he looks there, like a child Because no there was no, there like, a shot like a when,
2: no there was a shot in the pits before after one of the red flags where Ocon looked like he was like 80 years old I don't know what's weighing on him yeah but Maybe remember that
1: Terry teammate. you've been in shut up in clubs shut up so they yeah. probably all seem really old
2: oh when was the last time either of you went to a nightclub? Oh. A discotheque, Phil. A <laughs> discotheque? It was a while ago. I think it's
0: probably a stag do about five years ago. I saw Youngblood before he was famous.
2: Has not Ocon really just outshone Alonso this year? Like a race win and a near podium? Yeah. Alonso's mm. passed it, man. I, I think Alonso's Ostobon... Ostobon?
1: Let's call him Ostebon.
0: Ostobon Eston. <laughs> I think Osterbon has been... Um, it's blown hot and cold this year. He's When he's good, he's got a podium, and a, and a or nearly a podium, and a win. Uh, and then the rest of the time, he's been quite anonymous, whereas Alonso has just been sort of Alonso-ish the whole year, really. I don't know. Alonso's Let's be podium, honest. Then. For the past few races, has anybody been looking at anybody apart from the top two and wondering what's going to happen? No. No, really. exactly. Talking of which?
1: Ferrari! Things were looking bad for Leclerc's popularity with Red Bull after making contact with Perez after the first restart. Sainz got points and he didn't hit anything, or won, but did he impress you?
2: That don't impress me much. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I mean, it's fine, but you're right, Phil, no one's talking about Ferrari. Yeah, move we on. should have
0: talked about Leclerc and qualified because he somehow managed to get fourth. And, and me, all the nonsense about uh, Verstappen crashing into the wall and actually doing a really good lap and that nobody noticed. And then at, at about three hours later, everyone was like, oh, look, Leclerc's in fourth. They were like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. And then he finished seventh, and Science was eighth, and, you know, fine.
1: He also had a hefty crash in practice, though.
0: Yes, yeah, Science did. Well, he did it. So he did quite a mixed weekend. did a Schumacher, didn't he?
1: Leclerc did. Uh, was it, it Science? Schum-
0: yeah. Oh, no, it was Leclerc, wasn't it? Um, Sure, mm. science crashed. Maybe he didn't. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't watch it. Yeah, that was a big crash at the place where everyone said, oh, mm. there could be a big crash there, and then there were two big crashes there. Yeah, fair play to the Ferrari mechanics for putting that car back together, and well enough for Leclerc, to then stick it on fourth and come home seventh.
1: McLaren. London Norris says the rule that means you can change tyres under a red flag is stupid and should be gotten rid of. Ricardo, however, was pretty quiet on the subject. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think he doesn't Ricardo understand the question. <laughs>
2: yeah, Ricardo's like, um, "What are tyres, mate? Heard, oh, honey heard, honey th- badger, yeah. honey badger.
0: Let me drink out of a." Sh- <laughs> it's just like I, I you know, a lot, I've heard a lot of people talking about tyres, but I just, I just get in the car and drive it, and I don't pay attention to what's on the
2: wheels. Haven't I got a pretty face? Yeah, look at my big smile. Ah, I made someone get a tattoo. Ah, ha, 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 ha.
0: I've got a farm. Maybe I should start doing the impressions.
1: Alpha Tauri. Sonoda collided with Vettel and ran over his wing and then caught fire. Gasly did well, but he didn't really do much.
0: Sorry. After qualifying... That line really tickled me, I don't know why.
1: After qualifying... Sonoda <laughs> looked strong. What happened? He remembered he, got he, wasn't, hungry. he was
0: hungry. Yeah, he remembered he wasn't very good. <laughs> uh. That is pretty much what happened. Was it? Was it Vettel? Or was it? No, it was Vettel, wasn't it? Yeah, he kind of spun him round. Yeah, yeah ran over his wing and caught fire. Brilliant. No, he, I mean he did look all right in qualifying, and then he's anyone in F1 is not a terrible driver. Like they're not completely without talent, but Sonoda is. Really, only showing <laughs> yeah, flashes. You're so I am. really only showing flashes of what we all hoped he might be able to do. Because he came in with the, with a brilliant attitude that we all loved. He's like, "Oh, this guy's feisty. He's going to be brilliant." But he's not at all backing it up with any kind of regular competence. And uh, I'm still amazed that he's got the drive for next year. And he's going to have to pull his finger out mm-hmm. if he's going to keep that, because otherwise, Marco's going to kick him to the curb after three races.
1: Aston Martin. Ooh. Vettel had a bit of an argy-bargy with Raikkonen, and Stroll was all over the shop. But does it matter when the championship battle is so tense?
2: No,
0: no, nobody cares. But
2: Aston Martin were particularly shit this week. Vettel and Raikkonen having a bit of a kind of whoop 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 whoop, whoop together was a bit embarrassing for two world champions, wasn't it? Two doddery old
0: people. Do you know it was like they were queuing outside a Berlin club? (laughs) Oh.
2: (laughs) Fuck off.
1: Do you know what? Why do I bother trying to
2: impress you two? Like, what
1: is the
0: fucking point? Just don't impress us don't with stuff that would bother. impress a 20-year-old.
2: Would it impress a 20-year-old? Oh great, this club's now no. gone downhill because my fucking granddad's there.
0: Yeah, what are you gonna come up with next? Look, I've got this Tamagotchi that's lasted 15 years. Oh shit, I've got
2: a few <laughs> Tamagotchi.
0: No, I mean, yeah, I'm actually looking at the results. Uh, fair play to Stroll for actually getting 11th in what looked like a pretty lousy car but, this weekend.
1: So the last race, uh, Sebastian Vettel got 11th and Stroll DNF'd due to damage from Crash with Senna.
0: Coincidence? <laughs> so,
1: Alpha Romeo! Giovinazzi somehow got points and Raikkonen stopped caring before the season even started. How did Giovinazzi pull that one off? Giovinazzi's
0: another driver that every now and again, maybe one race out of, I'm going to say eight... Is pretty good, and you're like, "Oh, that was really good from Giovinazzi, and then he goes back to being entirely anonymous and or rubbish. Uh, in fairness, he did get points, and he you know, he, he beat what I'm going to say is the crappiest world champion of the past 20 years. Is that fair enough? When was the no. last time we had a world champion who was less deserving than Raikkonen? <laughs> no, Rod- In fairness, he managed to put... All his entire life's effort into one season. Managed to beat Hamilton, then retired because he couldn't do it again. Raikkonen just kind of fluked his way to a win. Has somehow stayed in for 20 years. I mean, Villeneuve maybe? Villeneuve had a good season that season he won.
1: Yeah, Who no, before he that? Be
0: right. Who was before... Um, maybe Keki Rosberg? <laughs> Who I think won one... Did, did he win that. one race that season? In like 84, whatever it was. Or he 82, was whatever it was.
2: He was consistent.
0: <sighs> anyway... Now he's in an alpha. He's got one more race and then we won't have to worry about him ever again.
1: Williams. In the week that Sir Frank Williams died, this team had a bit of a mare. Russell was rear-ended by marzipan and a feet stayed around the back. Was this the race the great man would have wanted? No.
2: Controversially, I say yes, because I reckon he hated the idea of Williams not being owned by him and he wanted it to fail. That's probably actually true.
0: That must have really mm. eaten him up. When you have... So much drive that you can continue to win world champions and be that devoted to your team at the cost of—well, we've discussed that, what the cost in in the past. Uh, even when you, you know, you're a tetraplegic, to then have that taken away from you must be pretty shit. So, no, he would not have been happy, or he would have been happy. I don't know what I'm saying. Hey, ha, ha. Has 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 has. It's like that club you were at, Terry.
1: Marzipan was so jealous of Schumacher causing the first red flag that he went out to get one of his own. <laughs> Are has actually the 2021 title deciders? Sort of. No. What?
2: No. Yes, absolutely. This is it all. It's all down to has. I have nothing else to say.
1: All of which. Brings us to The Standings with Terry Saunders.
2: This year has been so exciting, they're bound to make a shit film out of it. So I figured, who would play all the drivers in this film? Get ready for some xenophobia. (laughs) So, in first place, Max Verstappen will be played by Vinnie Jones, because he's hard, and he's like, Oh, I'm Vinnie Jones, I'm going to fucking crash into everyone. Uh, Lewis Hamilton will be played by Owen Wilson, because he's like, Oh, dude, man, oh, this dude is crazy, man. Oh, no. Oh. Valtteri Bottas his character will be cut uh, Sergio Perez will be played by Cheech and Chong uh, Charlie Clerk will be played by Peter Sellers Lando Norris that guy from Star Wars obviously Carlos Sainz will be played by whichever Cheech or Chong doesn't do Perez Daniel Ricciardo will be Paul Hogan oh that's not a shooey this is a shooey oh I've got an erection right now uh, Pierre Gasly will be Pepe Le Pew <laughs> Fernando Alonso would want to play himself, obviously. Esteban Ocon would be Vanessa Parody. Uh, Sebastian Vettel would refuse to be depicted or played by David Walliams. Lance Stroll <laughs> would be played by Brad Pitt. Yuki Sonoda would just have a film within a film, which is the curious case of Benjamin Button. Just smaller in every scene. George Russell would be played by James Stewart. Kimi Raikkonomi would be played by Mika Hakkinen. Nicholas the TV would be played by a different actor in every scene, but no one would notice because no one knows who he is. And Antonio, Gio- Antonio Giovinazzi would be played by Cousin It. <laughs>
0: Oh, i'm surprised we haven't done that before and yeah. that's a good one not it yeah.
2: and for the teams um mercedes need new headphones redboard need new tactics ferrari need a miracle mclaren need some speed alpine need some tissues Alpha tower need to get better aston martin need some gaffer tape williams need some luck and for Alpha romeo need some multivitamins because they're old oh maybe maybe kimmy Räikkönen will get a burkheim with him yeah he'd probably get welcomed in as well he is my age
1: yeah and now for the man of the match of driving.
0: Esteban Ocon. Oh, boring.
1: And now it's time for the state of F1 with Terry Saunders.
2: Michael Massey is a supply teacher who has lost control of the class. How would you feel about maybe not sticking that pencil in her ear? Oh, okay. No worries. <laughs> Max Verstappen is the school bully who is very good at sport and so is allowed to throw bits of spitty tissue at the teacher's head because the football team is beating the rival football team. Christian Horner is the school bully's dad who also donates a lot to the school fund that is on the Board of Governors. And Lewis Hamilton is a former <laughs> prick who has come back to as a work experience teacher. Toto Wolff is his stepdad from a new marriage and will do anything to make him like him and in this scenario Valtteri Bottas is Valtteri Bottas. (laughs) Obviously this will offend the fucking Dutch but Max Verstappen is a fucking brilliant driver he's fast he's exciting and thanks to his prowess and overbearing dad who I'm not sure in this scenario if I'm still talking about Christian Horner or Jos Verstappen hello Freud he's been led to believe that he's some kind of (laughs) deity with untouchable powers and this is where Michael Massey comes in take it from me as someone who spent most of his early 20s temping with a hangover he is way out of his depth charlie whiting's death meant he was catapulted into the role just as the whole let them race movement was taken over thanks to years of boring and finicky penalties so he basically said yeah do what you want just as max verstappen and red bull were in the ascendancy add the netflix effect and liberty to the mix and i'm sure he was under a ton of pressure not to ruin races with silly things like making the drivers stick to the rules That's why we've had ludicrous, you can go off the track here, but not here. I didn't see that happen. And Max, do what you fucking like. But don't worry, I have a solution. No silly jokes, no supply teacher analogies that I set up and then totally ignore for the rest of the segment because I only wrote this about 20 minutes before we recorded. And like my own English teacher said to me, if you just put a little more time and effort into things, you could go far. Well, look at me now, Ms. Hill. I call Formula One drivers for a living, for beer money, for a way to try and ignore the gaping hole in my heart. (laughs) Anyway, Max Verstappen is a... And he should be disqualified from the championship. Michael Massey should be fired, and a puppet government consisting of several Nigel Mansell should be put in charge of all racing. The end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: very good. That's uh, that was very good, Terry. I would thank you. I would pick you out from the back of a queue.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> would you walk me all the way down the front
0: of a queue? No I get a little golf cart just in case your legs couldn't manage fudge it. Off.
1: That is it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans.
0: Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about uh, Formula 2 and the big crash, uh, where hopefully everybody was okay, apart from the guy who had sankle. Heel.
2: I hope he does.
1: And to Terry Saunders.
2: Okay, look, this is dangerous, but I had an idea last night for a new T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I meant to design it today, and I haven't. But, but I promise oh. you all that by the time this episode goes up, there will be a new T-shirt on the store yeah crash zoom to 2025 break <laughs> <laughs> scratch I know what you're thinking where is the t-shirt <laughs> uh, okay w- w- are you going to tell us what it is
1: any spoilers or
2: uh, let's not ruin it because <laughs> if I don't do anything we can just have a blank t-shirt and pretend it's an art piece <laughs> <laughs> it would involve Michael Massey and some buttons that's oh. what I'm saying
1: We'll be back next week to discuss the probable carnage at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake, and follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. And where can you buy your your brand new T-shirt, Terry?
2: ff1s.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. And there will be just one T-shirt. We're going to take all the other stuff off. No, don't do that. One T-shirt for for Christmas. (laughs) Michael Massey presses buttons. For Christmas,
0: actually, the fact that you've read out the and we'll say it's <laughs> to do
2: with Live Aid or something.
0: <laughs> the fact that you've read out the URL properly makes me think that actually, maybe he's serious. Maybe he is going to do it this time. I'm serious about it, but I'm serious about a lot of things that I don't end up
2: doing.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for listening. See you in a week. I've been G Graz. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.